And now, live from the new house in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guest. She's a comedian and man's best friend's best friend. It's Renee Colbert. And he's a comedian whose Kate Beckinsale story seems more and more plausible every single day. It's Ben Glebe. Chef Jeff is here to pick pickles for Pickler's P- Puggle Peggy. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little chocolate marshmallow eggs. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in by Casey Ann Zimney. And I have to go on record as saying, and I know this is controversial, I don't know that chocolate and marshmallow is the best combination. It's not bad, but I just feel like if I'm going to bite into chocolate-covered something, I want something more exciting then Dead I just marshmallow. feel like it's disappointing a little bit. Peanut butter, caramel, yes, fudge, all of these are better. Right. Strawberry, strawberry, any yeah, kind sure. of ganache. Uh oh, hello, fancy pants. <laughs> oh, don't, don't start this early. <laughs> okay, what that even means. <laughs> all right. Before I've introduced everyone, mm. you've heard everyone's voice, um, but. Did I mention that the place to send in your carbohydrate to incite such boisterous conversation about it wow! is Patreon. 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 Patre- Ooh. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Rosen is where you go. Patreon. You can get bonus episodes. You can get access to a monthly live stream that I do. You can get pictures. And you can even hear Daniel mess up the intro sometimes. And blah, 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 blah. did you happen to, could you send me the one that Daniel flubbed? Do you have it still, or did we record over it? No, we didn't record over it. Did he make a mistake? I didn't notice. Oh, <laughs> I know. It sounded... It some, he is... Daniel aims for such perfection that sometimes well, I'm like, you just did so many perfect takes. Why must we do it over again? But I know that you hold yourself to um, a standard that is uh, humans can't even begin to touch. Uh, so what really happens is um, I, if I screw it up the first time... I want to do it the second time, but we go with the second time. That's right. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I fucked it up the second time. That's the one you heard. And I love that you're referring to that as a standard of perfection that humans can't even touch. Is <laughs> We're keeping the flubbed second right. one. Yeah. yeah, right. That sounds about right. That's well, good bar to say. I say, if we were to go back and listen to it, I think the only reason we know you messed up is because of your face. But if you listen to it, you're like, nailed it. I well, tripped over the, the tongue twister that I created a for myself. I, I really, I really, that's what I set a high standard for, yeah. which okay. was, I thought I could pull that one off. Yeah, I'm going to straight up disagree and feel like listeners understood that that sounded jumbled. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. it was. It was. It was all right. Of the I'm two, okay which do you it. think was better, the first or the second? Well, I don't know. The second one didn't complete. Oh, oh, sure. So yeah, I would have yeah, to yeah. Bailed before we finished because okay. you yeah. can't just leave people hanging like that's that. That's fair. That's fair. I would like to welcome and say hello to all of my guests. Hello, Renee Culver. Hello. Makes no sense, but do it. <laughs> 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 I know that usually you find out who's on the podcast after you've already listened. But I just want to start by letting them know who they're hearing. Let them, let them know what they're getting That's themselves right. into. Renee, I like that. looking especially stylish hey, tonight. Thanks. Somebody went to work today. That's right. <laughs> it Work is working for you. Hey, thank you. Ben Glebe, hello. I feel like it's hello. been a while. You have a dog now. I have a dog. You have a baby. Wow. That's right. Changed. A lot has happened. It's Daniel, 
Hi. Hi. What How- kind of dog? Yeah, what, yeah, thank God. Well, okay, on. I was like, we can't hang just on. brush over That's this. That's like a humongous topic of discussion. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just tease a new dog and move on with conversation. But you, you knew can't. you were coming back. I think I can. <laughs> and right. I think I'm going to. Right. And I think I'm doing it right now. Jeff, hi. Woo-hoo! <laughs> 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 oh, running a touch. Yep. Hi, Allison. How are you? I love Chode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Well, there was a conversation yeah. stopper. Uh, you know, last week we discussed gr- Ben Glebe. Are you? Familiar- I love Chode. <laughs> are you familiar? <laughs> well, we might have given it away, but are you familiar with the term Grundle? No. What's Grundle? Is that a new e-reader? <laughs> yeah. The for, for, is that a, the new e-reader for uh, gay hookup sex stories? Yeah. <laughs> gay hookup fan fiction? Grundle? It doesn't Grundle. sound like that. I know. No. Grundle is uh, another name for... Ch- no, not... Wait. For- Chode is a short, fat one, right? Yes. yes. This is, uh, Grundle is another <laughs> name. For gooch. For, for taint. For taint. Oh, boy. I, thought, I thought Chode and taint were interchangeable. I did, for a, I did for a second, Mm-mm. but then I remembered, no. Chode is like a... Like, think of a... Um, like think a, of like a, a can of tuna. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a tuna can, <laughs> wide tree stump shaped penis. Is a chode, I think. What? No, isn't the chode under? Isn't the whole word we're talking about here between the penis and the anus? Before we get to it, I'd just like to establish I'm not looking this up on my computer. (laughs) Okay. I'm delicious. That's fair. (laughs) I do my own sound drops. That's right. Where's the milkshake? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A lot to get to, namely Ben Glebe's dog and some other stuff. But first, I have to start by saying, and I I had already announced before the podcast started, I wasn't going to talk about this on the podcast because I don't want to make it a podcast about my relationship with my own selfies because that could I even be like stuffed inside my belly button even more. However, our little (laughs) pre-show discussion about it made me realize this is a universal thing that we all face in the day and age of selfies, except for Jeff who refuses to take a selfie. And I think that is very smart. So the uh, astute listener of the show may realize that I've been recycling show photos for a little while now. It started late in my pregnancy when I was like, I can't stand to see what I look like this pregnant right now. And it has continued into my postpartum phase where I'm still wearing maternity clothes and there's still give or take 50 pounds to go till I am who I was before. Um, but anyway... I had a really good show with Greg Fitzsimmons earlier. I've like, I, I was feeling a lot of anxiety in the last couple of weeks and I talked about that on the show, but I've just been feeling a lot better. I feel more confident taking care of two kids. It's like falling into place a little more. Um, and I've just been feeling pretty good. Had good, the show went well this morning and I was thinking, you know what? Maybe I'll slap on a little makeup. Maybe we'll take a show photo tonight. Maybe we'll just, maybe I'll just be like, this is who I am now. Large, but still myself. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm just going to take, I'm just going to snap a couple selfies with my phone and just see what, what I'm working with. I didn't put the makeup on. I was going to say when I walked in, did you lose all the baby weight already? Because you look good. You do. This is what I, I'm trying to tell you. Your attempts at making me feel better are very sweet. <laughs> so any, anyway, took a few photos, was horrified to see what I look like. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe it's just the angle. Okay, maybe it's still the angle. Maybe I need to make some kind of face. In, because I took a photo of Shane Dawson for Patreon, and he didn't realize I took the photo. And he's like, wait, hang on. Let me, let me, let me give you a better photo. And he like contorted, he like put up one eyebrow and contorted his face into a very Shane Dawson face that works for him. It was a real like, oh, that's, that's your go to expression. 
So I'm like, maybe I need to try that. And it was, I don't know what happened. Every photo was worse than the one before. <laughs> Do you guys know the chicken neck trick for selfies or for any photo? What's a chicken neck trick? I'm beyond, like, I can't, it's irredeemable. Yeah. You just have to, like, stick your, your chin and neck out forward. Yeah. And it really, it, it, it gets rid of any double chin huh. situations. It makes you look younger. Everything. And, of course, take the picture from a little bit above. Like we're not. I was like, stra- I was like straight. It was like a helicopter was taking this photo of me, <laughs> but a lot closer. I was needs like the Google Maps. <laughs> Everything was not working with it, and I didn't used to feel terrible about my hair till I saw this round of photos. As I explained to Renee, I look like a triangle, like a just a giant triangle on <laughs> a couple. Show them the picture. Yeah, okay. you got to see. Now here, Allison, I have a question. Allison was illustrating it. Oh, for yeah. myself. Oh, like a potato <laughs> with like two pieces of straw <laughs> is just my straightened hair on top of this bulbous <laughs> potato. <laughs> Everything is wrong. I hate my teeth. I hate my face. I hate my eyebrows. I hate my hair. I hate, and I hate everything from the neck down. <laughs> and I had to. <laughs> everything you just described is neck up so also everything neck down and, and also everything neck it's down like is someone, problematic it's like someone put a merkin on a cool ranch dorito <laughs> <laughs> yes but like like a straightened merkin yeah like, like a straightened a merkin. thin non-voluminous straightened merkin mm-hmm. on top of a cool <laughs> ranch dorito mm-hmm. all this is doing is what made me want to eat pickles <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now up. Here is a question that what what do you do for your friends who are clearly delusional about their appearance because you're stunning, but they're being so damn hilarious about it that I couldn't stop laughing at you. I funny, but at least I'm able to still be funny in the face of wait. Can you show your potatoization? Yes, I can. Have them because they're really funny. Potatoization, smart, the fun and funny of her drawing this is she got it wrong a few times. She's like, no, 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 this isn't quite it. It's uh, I still don't feel I've nailed the giant giant. Upside down triangle problem. Okay, and I'll put these on Patreon. Here's the first one. <laughs> and then it looks like a Hershey kiss with uh, vampire teeth. Yeah, with the triangle yes. legs, with yeah. fangs. And then I felt that that wasn't. Maybe I should make. You know what? I'll put it on Patreon. But Will I'll you show put that it, to your therapist, make it, though. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How I feel. I'll I make it. Like, I, I might just make it public because I feel like uh, if we're going to talk about it this much, I shouldn't make it just for Patreon. But then Patreon. I thought this didn't act. act Accurately, I couldn't come up with the word. Accurately <laughs> captured the triangle situation on my head. So here I redid it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now it's kind of like a clan teepee that you're under yeah. there. Yes. Or one of those but like, rocket ships. My hair still has too it. much. I'm going to, I'm trying to capture the like super flat here. Maybe this will work. You one know what you're not seeing in both of those pictures? Your big smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, right. look, well, you drew I, a big smile on both of them. No, that's You have what the you hair think? going all the way to the ground. Or is that yeah. your chin? You don't have hair <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> well, I tried. Like, I, I'm not good at... I'm not good at... I can only do the big smile. And yeah. whenever I try to just do, like, a dial it down a bit, I look like I'm, like, farting or... So this time I was trying to do a, like... Look at smize. You can... That's what... Like, I'm, I was Smizing. trying to smize and, and nothing worked. It was all triangle <laughs> I was just I was it I was bad know, I, don't, I don't know if a smile changes the shape of your body if, I don't know if it's going to change the triangle it's, that's what you didn't. believe you are no well it's more of a distraction right. draws your attention away right I was like there's got to be you some- tried thighsing <laughs> <laughs> is that where you smile with your thighs oh sure yeah give that a shot <laughs> everybody knows that <laughs> um <laughs> 
most of the pictures, the, but here's the thing. I know I'm distracting us with the discussion on my body, but most, the 90% of the problem was located in my face, <laughs> which is usually the, usually the thing that's like a distraction from the, it just was all wrong. Have you tried frizzing? The thing that Tyra Banks made famous, which is smiling with her big ass forehead. Oh, she has a huge take that. You really have to, yeah. Tyra. Take it. Take that, Tyra. She should take it. She's going to be okay. Anyway, it just my confidence. There's an alien head is the only point I'm trying to make. I'm not trying to sidetrack it onto Tyra <laughs> no, Banks' know. head, but I feel she like does. her head's going to pop off and float like a balloon that has just been deflated and Ooh. that goes around the room like a cartoon. I think it's going to make that like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway, my uh, confidence tanked, but then I was like, you pull it together, Rosen. Because I remind, and this is why I decided I would mention it on the show, because I don't just want to want to body shame myself. However, this is what happens to you after you have a baby. And meanwhile, I'm like having a relationship with my phone, and I can hear the voices of my two lovely children, and my also sometimes lovely husband and dog. And like, I've got a whole family and a whole world and a whole reason that I've turned into a triangle. But I, and, and I expect myself to be a, a straight line so fast. And that's just not how it works america the end yeah Wait, you said you saw it in pictures of your face yeah it's the okay my hair is I'd very see these pictures yes oh I don't, don't oh don't worry <laughs> that's what we're doing after the show yeah because honestly i don't i don't see it yeah it's the super flat hair mm-hmm. some like plastered down against my bulbous face is there if you were to post them is there anything anybody could say to change your mind like if we if we post it and so. we let your listeners win, I, no, it no, might no, be no, no. perm time, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but perms are in now. Here's the thing: I have a potential- good with an afro too. I feel like. Oh yeah. Like oh yeah. Full on afro, like I'm talking like a Harlem Globetrotters in the '70s. Maybe I should do it. <sighs> like Jackson Five. I could. I mean, I could get a. I could crimp is what I could do. How long would it take for your hair to refrizz? Years. Well, are you talking full on refrizz or are you (laughs) are you talking like just a little bit? Oh well this would have to grow out. Oh, so that's it's permanent. Yeah. Oh wow. Renee, you feel me. I feel her. (laughs) I feel her over here. I get it. That's right. So any kind of permanent. Any kind of wave you'd want to get into that, you'd have to like do a perm. We'd have to perm. No. Okay. Well. And that wouldn't just destroy the hair to do it again. Oh, it definitely would. Oh, it would, yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like my hair's already somewhat destroyed. So you destroyed. committed to this and that's it. I committed we're, to we're this here for good. in um 2003 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like you need to follow Jamila Jamil on Instagram. I do. Yeah. Okay. And I love everything she puts out there. That's why I had for anyone who doesn't know Jamila Jamil. How do you say her name? Jamila Jamil, I think. That feels sure. right. Jamila Jamil plays I forget her name on, on the good, good place. place. So good. And she Tahani. Tahani, Tahani. yeah. She's beautiful. So that's the only problem with the whole problem is that she's so stunning. Yes. Yeah. And is like constantly being like, It's okay to embrace your flaws when she has yeah, nearly if you're none. you. Right. But however, <laughs> I think today she posted a photo where there was some cellulite showing. She'll show like yeah. stretch marks. Her beauty stretch marks. Um, oh, do we but all it's still like but it's still like yeah, everybody still follows gorgeous. her. We all yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but she but but she'll post a photo of her on the cover of a magazine. She'll point out all the places is that it was photoshopped there was a she there said was a her, bus stop. they photoshopped her knees her actual knees look like vaginas <laughs> there was a bus stop ad in england where they showed women's bodies right after childbirth and they were like 
you know, they were nude with their baby covering up whatever, but it just showed like what a body looks like. Yeah. I know you mentioned this and I because was thinking I should go look at that. Yeah, because I mean, you know, oh, this woman's so brave. She did a photo op, you know, photo shoot after, her, but she always looks amazing because that's just how we've done it. Right. You know, like, oh, she lost all her weight in three weeks. Oh my God. And I just feel like that puts pressure on you gals. I know. I The yeah. fact, the fact that I am... I have really different stand. I have. Let me rephrase all of that. Um, I don't even think you started it yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm the opposite of Daniel. <laughs> what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say too many things at once. I'm crazy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's the subtext. <laughs> the way I am towards myself is not the way I am toward anyone else, and it's also not how I think anyone should be toward themselves. And then I was like, you know. If a friend was saying all the stuff I was saying, what would I say to them? And I mean, most of it's like, just give yourself a break. You just had a baby. Yeah. Yeah. But so many other things. Okay. Let's move on to the dog. Sure. Yeah. Regale us, please. Ben Glebe. Well, this dog has changed my life. Oh. He's incredible. His name's Henry Horse <laughs> or Henry Horse Forlong. For long, <laughs> and he's amazing. He's a twelve-pound terrier mix. Trying to get him up to thirteen. He's already like twelve point seven. I'm really putting it on there, <laughs> and he's incredible. He's he's the love of my life. He's amazing. I'm obsessed with this little guy. He's aggressive. He's a little. He's one years old. He's a rescue. Um, so basically, I'm an American hero, and you're welcome. <laughs> um, and he's just thank you so much. Thank you for people clapping and. <laughs> He's just incredible. He's the most loving, best demeanor. I've already traveled with him to another country. It's oh, wow. flights with two stops. He's so chill. He's incredible. He in the mornings and when I come home from being gone a long time, he uh, climbs up my body. He uses my body to like aggressively as quick as he can <laughs> ping pong up my body to, to to lick my whole face. And um, I it's so weird. Like it's such a it's my closest I'll, I've I was about to say I'll ever be. God forbid. Oh, God forbid, so I really want a child. I wasn't undecided until this moment. <laughs> but it, at the current moment, it's closest I've ever been to being a parent. Mm -hmm. And it's just a different kind of thing. I was on stage a month and a half ago in Minnesota doing a stand-up show. I'm very in the zone when I'm doing stand-up. Nothing distracts me, nothing else in my head. And I got sad thinking about my dog, Aww. missing my dog who was not on that trip. <laughs> so that's, that's crazy. That's so sweet. It's amazing. It's pretty cool. But it also, it's changed my life in maybe the only negative way I can think of, well, two, is that <laughs> you become obsessed with your dog, mm -hmm. as I'm sure you all know. Mm -hmm. And so I'm obsessed with him. But before this two and a half months, whenever I would be alone, I would be doing something called thinking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then thinking would lead to writing and jokes and I show ideas and developing my <laughs> life and brain and career to the next level. Mm -hmm. And now, whenever I'm alone... I'm talking out loud <laughs> to my dog about things a dog clearly cannot understand. I'm saying like, you ready to go to Phoenix, Henry? Tomorrow we're going to Phoenix. <laughs> he doesn't know a city name. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know the concept of geography. And But he's on board. Yeah. He's on board. For I don't sure. Phoenix. think he even understands the concept of tomorrow. I don't know that he does. Really? And then when I'm not talking out loud to him, I'm walking around my house singing songs mm. about my dog yes uh bad songs i'm like out loud going henry horse is the greatest dog in the world <laughs> it doesn't even rhyme it's a one-line song there's no rhyme mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I've become a crazy dog person in two and a half months, and I no longer have a internal monologue or life. Yep. Worth Welcome. It. Worth it. Welcome yeah. to dog ownership. Thank you so much. Pet ownership, it's, I think. It's so worth Real it. Real cute. Is he getting I featured on social media? Can I see him he somewhere? Is, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. I released the first. He, people <laughs> think he looks, you know, kind of animated sometimes. He's that adorable. And so I did release his, uh, I admitted that he is part Pixar. He's a terrier <laughs> Pixar mix. And I released a little video I shot of him. And I, I'm so connected to this guy. Like, I knew he would follow me in this video. I was operating the camera. You'll see on my, on my Instagram, I'm angry. I'm just following him. I mean, I just was backing up, holding the camera like two inches from the ground, and he was following me very subtly and beautifully. A little fetch happens in the video. It's a minute long, or the full minute 20 on my Twitter. Are you I mean, submitting it to the Oscars? Is it eligible? Yeah, it should be. I in a short film category. I don't, I don't want to sweep. I feel like it's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's going to be rude to, to a lot of diverse <laughs> projects that need mm-hmm. the support right, right now. right. I mean, it's got a lot of likes. Probably that's good. A lot of likes for you. Yeah, it's really great. He played in the snow in Edmonton, and he was adorable. That video's on the Instagram. If you swipe through the Edmonton posts, I mean, I'm drawing pictures of him. It's I brought him on stage already a couple times. You did? Yeah, he's incredible. You're a real Eliza. Three hundred people. I really am. I know I'm a little embarrassed by it, but he's great on stage. He's been at some of the meet and greets. He's great with people until he gets a little tired of people and then hides behind me. That's what I was going to ask. Sounds like he has a really good temperament. It, the best temperament I've ever seen in a Wendy. Dog. <laughs> oh, she's, the, she's the worst. She's great. No, yeah. She's great. Uh, about how long until he makes it into your merch? Can I get a shirt with you People and the dog? People are already saying we yeah. need... I'm that person. Yeah, because like, I sell random things already I'm at my merch table, and I actually have greeting cards of another dog on it. They're <laughs> like, I want Henry. I'm like, oh, all right. All right, all right calm right, down. Okay. See what I can do. Place see an order. Can, see what I can make happen. Thank you. Uh, two questions. And I have to shoot them out both at the same time or else I'm going to forget because that. I've now already forgotten Please. both. <laughs> What's This is the second one. Hopefully. I can, oh, no. I remember. Great. What's traveling with him like? Mm-hmm. A. Because um, we've traveled with a nightmare of a dog. And um, it was difficult. Yeah. Yeah, we took Wendy to France. I don't like to wow. talk about that because it makes us seem so insane. Oh, have we not? We no, we have. Yeah. I'm just saying in general, <laughs> I, I just want that one to recede. <laughs> yeah, we're a little All crazy. Right. We, we've taken her to New York. We were. Here's the... I... After Oliver died, our our the, our pers- our dog before Wendy, I just didn't trust anyone ever for a long time to take care of one of my pets. Yeah. So that's why anytime... Did die in the hands of somebody else? Yes. Oh, no. Um, so that, well, in the, yes, it was attacked by it. Oliver was attacked by an off leash dog. Oh. Um, but it's while we were on our honeymoon. Yikes. It was truly a wonderful honeymoon. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, the only way we're traveling is if we bring Wendy with us. So we were like that for a while. But then when I got pregnant, was it when, yeah, when I got pregnant with Ellie, with, Elliot, I'm like, there's no way that we can take Wendy to the hospital, obviously. So I think that's the first... Is that the first time we had someone watch her for an extended mm, period of it time? It might have been. You can't take yeah. a dog to the hospital when you're pregnant. Why? Oh, no. What I mean when I'm delivering. Oh. Like, I'm going to have to find... Yeah. Right. And so now we totally... I've come a long way and I trust other people with mm-hmm. her a lot. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. There was a second what's question. Yeah, that was the first And yeah. the second question is... Uh, what made you realize Henry Horse was the dog for you initially when you met him? These are excellent questions. Thank you. So traveling with him is both great and terrible. Um, he, he's pretty chill on planes if he's in my lap. 
I made the mistake on the second flight recently. The first flight, was, my girlfriend was with me, and so there was a buffer seat, and that was helpful. And then he wasn't attacking people to the right. And then I flew by myself recently, and connection flights, both times I never do connection flights, but these are airports that were inaccessible otherwise. Mm-hmm. And I put him in this little carrier bag at my feet, and when the plane starts taking off, it sounds like the earth is crumbling. It's such a loud grumble, and he just climbed, jumped up, and climbed up my body, and like tried to like jump through the roof of the thing. Like I was holding him like way above my head. Oh no! Until I could calm him down, and then I calmed him down. He was great. Um, and he chills chills on my lap, but he extends himself pretty long, where he's like leading his head into the person next to me for sure, like a Mm -hmm. good four or five inches into an already cramped seat. Luckily, I've had dog people that have been cool with it so far. Um, it might not always be the case. And then he also, he's pretty house trained already, except for the fact that he is definitely using every airport indiscriminately as his bathroom. Yeah. Like he's anywhere in the airport? Peeing and pooing anywhere in the airport. Sure. Just randomly anywhere. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like trying to get to the, re- the relief area, and he's just like, eh, 20 feet away, let's do it now. <laughs> and I'm cleaning up, like, pee in the middle of a busy airport terminal. Uh, and pee, surprisingly, as a dog owner, I've learned, is much worse than poo mm-hmm. in almost oh, any situation. So yeah, yeah. yeah stains it drips it runs it's a real problem and uh and then i've had to go into a couple of airport rest areas that are nice and a couple that are the worst hole of hell like i think hell would be being stuck for eternity in one of these tiny little box indoor pet relief areas Mm -hmm. that smell like god died (laughs) inside this little room and kept himself there for a very long time rotting god yes yeah exactly right and so but then once we get to the location it's awesome except i'm afraid to leave him in the hotel by himself because I'm afraid he's just going to bark constantly and be a real nuisance to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing him with me to all of my comedy shows, leaving him in the green room. Have they or, all been cool with that? Yeah, they've all been cool with it so far, but it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. But I love it. It's making the road less lonely. That's very that's so sweet. sweet. That's nice. And then Henry Horse, why did I know I wanted him? Yeah. I went into the first, the second rescue place I went to, uh, Barking Bitches on Fairfax, amazing place. Great. And they had all these dogs, like 12, 15 dogs, pit bulls, all these huge dogs, small dogs. And he ran right up to me and was very loving right off the bat and felt very connected. Then ran off to another person and was uh, very whorish with another person and felt used. <laughs> no, he just gives used. it away? Gives sure. it away. Yeah. Yeah. Very loving to everybody. Mm. And I love and I'm obsessed with Bill Murray. Wrote a script recently about Bill Murray. And then there was another dog that was adorable named Bill Murray. I thought I was wearing a Bill Murray shirt. I thought it was a sign. Yeah. And Henry won over even over that. Wow. He was so adorable. Within like an hour of meeting him, hanging out there, he's all of a sudden on my shoulders. Confident. A lot of trust. (laughs) They let me take him home for one test night, which they don't normally do. And he threw up in my living room, Mm. and I was undeterred. And so I knew he was the one. That's so sweet. That's a great story. So he was named Henry Horst. No. Oh, no. His name was Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, and you I didn't could not have that. that. No, no, that makes sense. Yeah, it felt like a Henry Horse. It felt like a Henry to me, mm-hmm. and I wanted kind of a funny twist on the name. And Henry Horse seemed right. You nailed it. Thank you. It's good. Thank I like so it. Much. Oh, yeah. and I had a very trippy moment happen recently. I was a little stoned in my backyard. I had a few friends over to the pool the other day, and stoned, laying back, listening to the Beatles, and. For the benefit of Mr. Kite comes on, and there's the one lyric goes, and of course Henry the horse is doing the waltz. I'm like, what the hell? Did the Beatles rewrite that for me? What happened? <laughs> Clearly, subconsciously, that was a phrase in my head that I yeah. knew of, but did not remember that was a lyric in the song, Look and got that. very tripped out. 
It's so weird yeah. when stuff like that happens because then yeah. it makes you go, well, so you think that you knew on some level. I mean, I'm a huge maybe- Beatles fan. I love the Sgt. Yeah. Pepper album, so I must have known it on some level. You must have. But that's not a, it's not a song that I know the lyrics to very well. I don't ever sing that lyric out loud. But, you know, I, I have to give the Beatles some writing credit on that title. Yeah. Good job, That Beatles. dog title. <laughs> Generous of you. I have to give share some writing credit with them. And now <laughs> Michael Jackson's estate owns part of my dog's name. So that's not great. Mm. And who owns Michael Jackson's estate? The Jackson family, probably. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But you know what I do know? As a busy lady, I don't always have time to go to the dermatologist, but I want dermatologist-sanctioned wares. Makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, For hers, provides access to licensed doctors online, so no need to take travel time out of your already busy day. Um, So this is where you can get uh, prescription skincare from the comfort of your own home. A doctor will evaluate you and, if appropriate, can prescribe you a treatment that can be delivered direct to your door. No more in-person dermatologist visits, no more pharmacy lines, no insurance needed. Uh, Everyone's skin is different, so the doctor can help tailor your treatment to you. Prescription high-strength retinoid face cream is here to help smooth the appearance of fine lines, uneven skin texture, and dull complexion without keeping your face stuck in one expression. I feel like that's a little bit a little bit of shade to you know what. <laughs> and as you guys heard, I was saying before, I look like a potato with straw for hair. I need all of this. My listeners can get their first month of anti-aging formula from hers for $10 off right now while supplies last and subject to doctor approval. See website for full details. Order now. My listeners can get their first month of anti-aging formula from hers for $10 off right now while supplies last and subject to doctor approval. See website for full details. Go to forhers.com slash best friend. That's forhers, F-O-R-H-E-R-S.com slash best friend. Forhers slash best friend. Restrictions apply. See website for full details. Okay, let's uh, quickly talk about something that was in the news today. And if we're going to do that, there is a little jingle that Jeff might have to dig way into his computer to find. Whoa. Oh, my God. Whoa. Damn. He was ready. No look drop. <laughs> it's the news with Allison. Allison Rosen is your best friend. Breaking news. So... Uh, did my podcast with Greg childish went really well because I hadn't yet seen what I look like and got in my car, (laughs) turned on the radio and I hear that like a very great people with a speaking in a very grave tone and the fire and Mm -hmm. the like, Oh, the humanity. And I'm thinking in the end, France, Paris. And I'm thinking, Oh fuck, was there another terrorist attack? Um, and then, you know, I listen long enough. And anyway, long story short, since when people hear this, it will not be the same day. Uh, uh, Notre Dame, huge fire mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I, I am still unclear of like how much was damaged and how much is standing. However, so many people were posting online photos of them at Notre Dame and how much Notre Dame meant to them and just how, how horrendous this is. And I don't know why I personally, it gets very sad, but I personally just kept focusing on the fact that as of yet there are no casualties and how great and i don't know like i'm not connecting with the um how devastated everyone seems to be and then i was thinking well if you know let's say it was a building where i'd had some like amazing moments with elliot 
I could understand this this edifice having so much meaning to me. And I'm not saying that like like of course this this uh I've seen Notre Dame. It's beautiful, it's huge, it's a piece of history and a piece of art. It's been there forever, etc. However, just for some reason today it was like I was, I felt like I'm an alien like watching other people have human reactions that I'm not having. Where how did you guys feel about it? Um I think the part where it would have some personal significance that's I don't know, like maybe some people. Well, a lot you know, of, of course people. A lot have, of people, yeah. I think a little bit of, that's a little bit overblown. Like you saw it on the trip. It has, I mean, I don't know what kind of personal significance it has to most people who see it, other than the fact that it's like one of the great pieces of architecture and art to come out of that era. I mean, it's, I think what is tragic about it is just what's lost in terms of this incredible uh building and and it's not just like nowadays you know one of the things about france in particular or france in general or paris in general but but notre dame in particular is that like it's not just a building it's every single centimeter of that is covered in art and Mm -hmm. and you know and sculpture and stained glass and the the construction of it and everything about it is just incredible just from it from that you know that sort of um it's important you know and what? and so when you lose that it's it sucks because you've just lost something that uh is hugely inspiring and important to the history of art and culture but i mean i saw it too i, I don't have a personal you know, it's not like, oh my God, the the place where this happened in my life. I mean, you know I'm what not I think? Catholic, I figure so. I figured out what it is, and then I will let other people talk. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm now just hogging everything. Um, I think this has to do with news coverage, and it has to do with the internet, and it has to do with the number of tragedies and shootings and things like that mm-hmm. and massacres that mm-hmm. have happened recently. Right. So I'm watching a reaction that appears to be at the same pitch as all these other reactions. Mm-hmm. And there's this flattening of reactions. Whenever anything bad and tragic happens, it feels like Groundhog Day. And there have been so many of them that it's like, in my mind, it's just like, this is is not the same because there wasn't a bunch of, there, there, haven't, there aren't a bunch of people dead. So it's just like, it's the the problem that that's why i'm having this sort of sure. like what's going on reaction is that it the reaction of people online is the same as if like some you know as if there were a, another shooting or another terrorist attack or something like that right i'm not saying it's not awful though no no well but it's like weird that you'd even have to make that clear yeah i'm like, just explaining where the disconnect in my mind like, was it's awful in the context of what it is Right, like it's it's awful. Maybe in, in a similar way as those like Buddhist statues that were blown up by the Taliban is awful. Like it's just awful that we would lose something that is a piece of our history, something you could go visit and be inspired and by, and 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 feel like kind of in awe of. But it's not awful compared to like you know, a mass shooting or something, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, yeah, but what you're saying is right. Like it just, there's just no way to tell the difference in terms of tragedy when you're looking at Twitter. Right. Yeah. Right. 
I'll reserve my comments for last. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, so smart. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're smart. Smart. You know what you do. I uh, didn't. I wasn't following the news, so I heard about it uh, from texting. Uh, and I text on my. I promise I'm going to get to a point here. Uh, I text it's, on my. I've never let that stop me before. Work laptop, <laughs> and I haven't uh, downloaded all my contacts there just because I don't want work to have the contacts. So it's just a bunch of numbers that I kind of guess who it is. Mm. So the friend that texted was losing her mind over it, and I was like. Why are you glomming onto this? Why are you making this about you? You've never even been. No, is she Catholic? Uh, well, here's the so she isn't. Uh, uh-huh. And then I realized it was a different. Wow, I was a journey. A different friend who uh, was raised in Ireland and went to Paris all the time, uh, and like it really, really meant something to her. And my attitude towards which right. person is feeling this, I was just like, okay. So right. I, uh, I think I maybe am a little like, ah, don't make this about you if it's not about you. Mm-hmm. But do the people who did go twice a year, sure, I, it doesn't affect me because no people were injured. But uh, yeah, if it means something to you personally, I'll let you have it. Right. That, if that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't think it's terrible. I don't think, I, granted, I've barely followed the story. I was asleep a part of today and I don't really know much about it. But I saw the news wrap up and they're, Chris Cuomo, is he the one who leads into Don Lemon or wherever it was one that no is? He was like waxing poetic, like you're saying, Allison, as though this was like his wrap up of the Mueller report. Like so seriously, he was like, and another landmark that has been destroyed and shaken to the very cores of what we know as humanity. Another landmark. Or no, I don't even know. But he's like. Well, it's like like, the loss of the Twin Towers. You know, it's changed the landscape. But that's the the feeling. But he was just talking about it like it matters so much. And I think you hit your nail on the head right there. In this world that has made every single day there is some level 12 hurricane level catastrophe happening right. of emergent level of the highest order that we're all supposed to be freaking out about. <laughs> if nobody got hurt or died, this is a great news day. Right. And it made me think instantly, I wouldn't really be upset if the White House burned down or if the Eiffel Tower <laughs> burned down or if anyone's home burned down. If no one's hurt, this is great news. Move on. They should cover it in a happy way. There was a fire in Notre Dame. Nobody was hurt. Yay! <laughs> like, it's a fucking building. Who cares? It's yeah. a building. We're supposed to not care about things. Every day cannot, the whole planet cannot, we can't sustain this. We can't be outraged and shocked and moved to tears every single day about something. It's very unhealthy. Plus, I was robbed across the Seine River from Notre Dame when I was a young boy, and I, I don't have the best memories of it. What do they take? My, my innocence. <laughs> what, but what else? <laughs> they, oh, it was so dumb. They, they, my my three best friends and I that were backpacking through Europe, our last night of our five weeks, we decided to sleep outside. We slept outside three times on the trip. Everyone was a disaster. We slept outside <laughs> in our sleeping bags across the Seine River, right outside of Notre Dame. Um, there were homeless people very close by, people doing drugs, smoking crack. We're sitting half in our sleeping bags, our backs to the river, writing in our journals, like oh a bunch God. of really, really dumb 18-year-old kids. <laughs> and these guys start breaking glass nearby and really rowdy, and then they come over to us, and we're like, uh-oh, and instantly it becomes this horrific nightmare escape. And they took the money from our wallets, mm-hmm. and they took our camera. We'd already lost two other cameras on that trip. But the <laughs> real tragedy of it was we spent the entire day taking the most beautiful photos of Paris. And it was like one of those Paris days where it's rainy a little bit and misty mm-hmm. and everything looked incredible like postcard. And so they 
took the camera and they. they What's took too bad is that there aren't any pictures of Paris in the rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. see, if so only right. that's if the real tragedy. You took the pictures. Stop thumping your cup Sorry. before Jeff takes Sorry. it away. You took, you took the pictures, yep. Ben, and they took yep. them away from you. Yep, and oh. so. We love the picture so much and we're such morons that they took the camera and left and we screamed for them to come back and give us the film back. We're like, <laughs> just the film, please. Just the film. I feel like that's reasonable. Thank you. So yeah. they came back oh, and wow. robbed us more. Oh, oh no. my God. They what did they take back that time? And now pulled out knives. Oh, no. And the guy puts a knife to my ear and he goes, uh, give me your money. And I go, I already gave you my money. <laughs> Is this all in English? Yeah. Okay. He's wow. like, give me money. Like, he barely spoke English, but, and he's like, I already gave my money, and I'm showing him the empty wallet, and my friend is like, Ben, give him your wallet. Mm. And I'm like, oh, you're on their side now? <laughs> I was making a good logical case here for not giving the wallet up. And so I gave him the wallet, and I slipped my credit card under my hand, so at least they wouldn't get that. That's smart. And uh, they got that, and it was very scary, and the French police came and were total dicks. Total dicks. Hmm. They did they hear the commotion or did you no, we flag had to, them no, down? No, we had to flag them down and then they took us to a police station and they mocked us the whole time. <laughs> Literally they're like, "Oh, oh." Oh, so then we were there and they we they wanted just to just release us in this horrible neighborhood where the police station was to walk back to our hostel and we're like, "We were just robbed and there's worse people across the street. Can we get a ride home, please?" They're like, "No, you can't." So we're like, "We're going to wait then until morning." So I decided to file a police report and it took as long as possible to like stall time. Mm -hmm. So my buddy who's like this deep guy is talking to the other guy at the police station, the other officer about, so, so do you believe in God? Have you found God? <laughs> and I'm there like, they took my movie watcher card. They took my Jamba Juice punch card. I'm listing every, making the guy type it all out. And then we asked her right home. They eventually agreed and they sent a van. And I swear to you, the, it's like, like six or seven French police officers storm into this police station, literally going, okay, babies, come on, here we go. We are the French baby police. Okay, here we go. Come on in. We're the French baby police. And they're mocking us the whole way home. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh we got that God. ride. So that was good. There you go. Yeah, I'll take it. So did, you have... did they make you wear all wear big rubber sissy boy panties? <laughs> <laughs> they did. So you have negative feelings about France, is what I'm. No, hearing. I love France. That's not what I got from the story. Oh, yeah, I love France. It did not taint it for me, but I just not a big fan. It didn't of French grundle police. it for you. Yeah, it didn't. We didn't get to the bottom of what the grundle is. I've somebody moved on from it's that. A taint. But the chode is not a taint. I don't think the chode is a taint. That's no. a chode's a taint. Chode's a penis. Yeah. yeah, it's a short, it's fat a penis, penis marshmallow. Wow, I really did not know that, but okay. Maybe Chode can go either way. Okay. Feels like it should be able to. Yeah, Are you giving like in that. just because he doesn't no, like Paris? No, I, I love Chode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not that nice. But I love Paris. And my girlfriend's never been and she'd like to go. Sorry about that sound, but that was kind of a nice sound. It was, kind of it, a was it was sound. a chime. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Ooh. the bells of Notre Dame. Oh, oh yeah, the bells. For them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Jeff, you speak French. A little bit. Apparently not enough to say a little bit in French. <laughs> my reaction was, I didn't hear about this until the very end of today, and my reaction was sort of the similar to yours, where I saw that it was happening, and there was a lot of consternation about it, but there's so much consternation about every news story every day that now I have this, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I don't none of it sinks in directly to yep. me so you could freak out it's about like mediated the, yeah yeah because I just have to question the importance of yeah. every news story that's shoved down my throat because everything is a total freak out now 
So when I saw that it was happening, people were losing their minds. I was like, what, what, wait a minute, what is this? You know, I have, I'm, I'm just so super skeptical about mm-hmm. taking all of that in because I just, I guess I'm tone deaf to it because, you know, everything is, you know, just right. the end of the world now. We're in this horrible we're- place where we're getting notifications on our phones. So like, it's just so sad. I don't mean to make light of this, but like I literally every day I'm just having a normal conversation or a light moment or I'm having a salad at lunch and notifications on my phone. Two children killed. And I'm like, eh, whatever. Like, you just have to ignore it. You can't immediately keep going into crisis mode 12 times a day. Yeah. We can't live in full catastrophe so, constantly. And I don't think much of it burned down at the end of the, the news. Uh, well, that's the good. I've heard that it uh, I, quite I saw a lot video of it, it looked like just like the cone part is burnt. <laughs> There was more more than that, but a lot of the stuff they wanted to save, they were able to I mean, save. It, it's just interesting to me because I've been off of social media all day, and so I only know that it happened. Wait, but I don't. Uh, what oh. was that? Was that that wasn't your computer, was it, Jeff? No. Oh. By the way, Jeff, I'm sorry that I said I was going to hold my comments to last, and then you you spoke after. Sometimes you speak on things, sometimes you don't. Sometimes. I didn't know if you were going to chime in on this one. I was waiting for you. Mm-hmm. I feel bad about that. That's he's right. sn- he's I consider sneaky. you a person. Just so you know <laughs> Thank <that>. you. You're <laughs> welcome. I want to hear what you have I get to say, a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Daniel. Mm-hmm. But first, I need to talk about some shoes. I, I understand. We want you to talk yeah, about please. them. Yeah, please. I've been Thank waiting. We need that break from talk the catastrophe about stuff. That's right. Did the shoes set on fire? Is there a, a huge <laughs> emergency about these shoes? Or? No. The, the emergency about the shoes yeah. is that you need to get them because they are that cute, oh, okay. they're that comfortable, mm-hmm. they, they're that popular. I'm talking yep. about Rothy's. Mm. These are shoes that are made out of recycled water bottles. And I mm. know if, you, if you're unfamiliar with Rothy's, you're thinking, no, thank you. But <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy how they've managed to somehow use recyclable water bottles and turn them into... A shoe made out of what feels. You know, you were yes, here when I passed, when I passed one I around. I don't the, believe it. I think it's a gimmick. I don't, it feels no like way fabric. That it's crazy. Water that's right. Uh, they're super duper comfortable. As soon as you slip them on, uh, I've mentioned our dog Walker Kathleen wears Rothy's, and uh, she said that they're the only shoes that don't give her blisters right away. Hmm. And it's not just Kathleen that wears them. It's also Meghan Markle. She wore them on a recent trip, and once that hit the press, they were flying off the shelves. (laughs) Most shoes, if you're going to put them on right out of the box and then go walk a dog, it's going to be Blister Blister City. City. Oh! Oh! (laughs) You know what I'm saying. Real proud of that. Real proud. (laughs) This podcast is also brought to you by Blister City. (laughs) Coming to the CW. (laughs) (laughs) Playful designs add fun pops of color to every outfit while still looking polished and professional. Uh, Here's the thing. You're going to get a pair. You're going to become addicted to them. And then you're going to have to keep getting more. And they keep changing up their patterns and their colors and stuff. So you'll, you'll be fine when you become addicted to your Rothy's. Uh, right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners. Use code Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, to get free shipping with no minimum, free shipping and free returns or exchanges on your Rothy's shoes. And trust me, you won't want to return them. Go to rothys.com, that's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com, and enter Allison to get your new favorite flats and free shipping. Once you try shoes that are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable, you're never going to wear anything else. Head to rothys.com and claim this offer with code Allison. Daniel, hmm. you were saying something and I stopped you. Well, I was just saying that I haven't been on social media all day. And the um, 
so I was unaware that there was any kind of, you know, uh, reaction. Oh, like oh my God, the, the saddest the, thing, Notre Dame burn. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, like I get the, the alert on my phone and I've seen the headlines, but it sounds to it's me even worse. Just, nobody died. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of the reaction that Allison and Ben and Jeff are having a little bit seems to be in the context of the reaction to the event. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm not having this level of thing that you all seem to th- maybe expect me to have. So fuck you. you all, what, I but, don't think I feel fuck you. I think Ben does. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. But the point, the point is like, um, when, when you start talking about it, I was just thinking, oh, well, that sucks that, that we would lose this, you know, monument. S- this monument. And, and there's a lot of things that suck For, about from that. From the 14th century. But certainly, like, it is not. Who like, knows that old? That's kind of it's, sad. It, 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 <laughs> it's uh, I'd not, like, like reissue my statement. Please. It's not <laughs> a great human catastrophe. And I guess it's, it's um, I think that's what's interesting to me is how things get blown through the social media mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. it all and then it robs you of any kind of genuine ability to react right. to things because so true. because you have your own reactions you yeah. can't you don't have time to have an, a genuine reaction You're to it fed the level of seriousness you have to take everything with. Yeah. yeah and it's mm-hmm. like to me actually the first thing i thought when i saw it is like well this is a good this is a good reminder of the impertinence of all permanence of all things i mean we should like there's nothing that's going to last forever there's no piece of art that's going to last forever you know, and if something like that goes up, well, eventually it will, and we should just, you know, ah, that sucks, but at the same time... 600 years old. The story should have been Notre Dame burned down. Had a good run. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, I, I did have that thought, too, because they were talking about the history of it, and this happened, and that happened, mm-hmm. and these things burned down around it, and I just thought, well, it's kind of a miracle that it didn't yeah, get burned down before, mm-hmm. or blown up in World War One or World War Two or Obviously, French God Revolution. Obviously, it burn down today. And yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And so we, it's, there's a certain Zen attitude that we need to have, which is, oh, you know, that sucks. But, you know, eventually everything's going to go. I could yeah. imagine someone French listening to this thinking, well, that's easy for you to say. Well, no. And actually, the, the, the real tragedy is when these something that makes a city like Paris so great is the fact that it has so much of the city is this old architecture that is just in, full of art and it's beautiful and is art. And you, and you don't want it to now they're not gonna just replace it with some shiny b- office building. Sure, you know they'll probably just rebuild it, you know, and it'll be a replica of it uh, to whatever extent it needs to be. But you know, so many things get destroyed and then they get replaced with some shitty yeah. modern thing. And you, it's nice to have stuff from the past. That's true. But you know, I don't want people to tell me how I should react to right. it either. Yeah, and I, I think didn't a, have that. A great example of this, like overdone catastrophe culture of these events hits me every time lately when I drive on the 405 because you guys remember what was it three years ago when both sides of, yeah. of the 405 were completely on fire and there was another one oh, yeah. everybody posting this is the worst tragedy in the world oh my god this is my home how could this be happening and you drive it now and it is the most lush green beautiful already so again yeah and What's the moral there? Actually, these fires are great. Get fire insurance. They grow back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like we can't, like, not everything matters. But also with Notre Dame, it's like, okay, you are, you are this important to the people of Paris and the world, whatever. Get a sprinkler system. Mm. Like, figure out how to protect. Because obviously a in thread. a building that's like so much wood and candles, maybe 
fire, you know. Well, they think the fire started because there were renovations or restorations happening. So it was had to do with the construction. But I was reading this thread saying that old buildings like that, it's really hard to put out fires once they start in them. And I don't know about like whether a sprinkler system or something like that would be feasible at all. Does, but I, does Quasimodo have an alibi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? you, don't know, so. you don't know if like water running through the spines of the building that is triggered by heat to release would help put out a fire? <laughs> But I do Listen. hope some tax. Well, of course it would. Of course, uh, a sprinkler system would. I, I bet there's probably like there's some that's reason probably that they what didn't. they were installing. Yeah, maybe they were. I don't know. I imagine there's some reason they didn't install yeah, it, I, or well, some reason they haven't retrofitted it with that. I think it's pretty incredible that in 600 years, no one knocked over a candle in there. Because you're making a good point. There's candles all over that place. Yeah, yeah. you got old guys in robes. Robes could easily knock over a little tea light. I yeah. mean. It's pretty, it's a, it's a miracle. It's like, this is blows Hanukkah out of the water. Eight days, a candle lasted a little longer. <laughs> this, they had hundreds of candles in an old wood box that lasted 600 years. It's no one impressive. knocked it with their, with their friar's coats. <laughs> Speaking of uh, robes knocking something over. Oh, I'd love to hear the rest of this channel. Mm-hmm. I've now, t- so I used to always wear a nightgown, specifically I had a couple that had Minnie Mouse on them, and I wore them for years till they were threadbare, and I loved them. And then I I turned into a sweats and t-shirt person for a long time. But at a certain point in pregnancy, I was like, it's time to go back to the nightgown. So I bought me some gigantic nightgowns with sassy sayings on them, specifically, (laughs) this was around the holidays, Prosecco, ho, ho, ho. And... um. There's another. It has another sassy, sassy yeah. alcohol-related <laughs> saying on it. But I cannot wait till I get the point in the day when I can take off my comfortable day clothes and put on my large nightgown. So anyway, I was wearing my nightgown and I was walking t- toward uh, the washing machine, and all of a sudden I felt something pull me back, and it was that like the tail of the the bottom part of the nightgown had caught on our recycle bin and it was the weirdest sensation because I truly felt like I felt like a ghost was hindered didn't want me to move forward and I also shrieked (laughs) as you would if a ghost was preventing you from doing laundry Daniel saw it all yeah and actually it was Daniel's fault if I may because Our recycle face there was priceless. I know. (laughs) Just pressed his eyeball into his skull. (laughs) Here we go. Well, our what we use as a recycle bin is just an old trash can that has these two like metal. It's a a metal trash can. New bins. No, we have our actual trash can is a is pedal operated, but the pedal has been broken for I don't know how many years. And every time my mom sees it, she's like, "Why don't you replace it?" But she stopped asking. That's oh, how I can't long. even touch a, a, a trash can top. I need a pedal. If there's no pedal, I'm getting a new can the next morning. I don't know. It's really crazy that we moved and we brought this. You know, it's we, the irony uh, of how do you throw out a trash can? Why do you want yeah. to broken? Touch, that's fine. It's so gross. Why do you want to touch the top of a trash can every day, multiple times a day? Yeah, I don't know. Especially since oh, my boy. son has started, he rests his toys on top of it. Sometimes he puts his food on top of it. It's mm-hmm. so gross. Anyway, though, Daniel had put stuff in the recycle bin and it was holding the two metal flaps up and it was one of these same flaps that attacked me. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That was so weird. 
That was so weird because Jeff played the drop, but your face, you lip lip sync. <laughs> oh, I thought that was you saying it live. Yeah, you lip sync. Yeah. not looking at you, you that moment. You lip synced your own drop. Mm. Do it again. This is just for my amusement yeah. now. Now, when I say are one, two, three, ca- are you going to do it on three or are you going to do it on the beat that comes after free, after three? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That's impressive. That's so that good. That was so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that wasn't wasn't actually the drop. That was him reacting to you giving him coaching yeah, for the exactly. drop. Yeah, so sure. now we're going to do. The I drop. just I'm really not sure anyone cares about the lid of our recycle bin. Yeah, okay, look. Care. I think it was a ghost that wants you to recycle more. Podcast gold. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. Yes, my dear. If you start pointing out things I say that no one cares about. It's going to be a one-minute podcast. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> this is fair. Allison's show. To be fair. Oh, thanks. When I say no one, really what I mean is me. Um, I don't care about our trash cans. <laughs> but don't you care about my nightgown? Yeah. Other people's trash cans? Well, your reaction to that situation was funny. Well, uh, and you, what you was... You shrieked uh, in, a, in a strange way. <laughs> So to know that you thought it was a ghost, that makes sense. I wasn't sure what was going on. What did it sound like? Yeah, let's hear the shriek. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a comical shriek. Yeah. That's fun. Um, And are you trying maybe to deflect the blame for having those flaps be up? Is that why you're so anti this topic? (laughs) I think that... You just got your glass taken The the problem (laughs) with the trash cans is that it's one of those things that we need to do that we haven't gotten to. We have so many of them. huge list of things and this is this has to do with the pantry and it has to do with finding a a place for uh these things and it's just it it's like it's like uh, i I don't want to consciously you kept those i just uh, Mm -hmm. yeah thank you do we talk about you know it's like but i do think it's relatable i had a door handle that was loose for like three years and then yesterday i took a screwdriver to it and i finally tightened it and it took me 30 seconds <laughs> yeah and i was like 30 for three years i dealt with this <laughs> shitty doorknob i've had no doorknob on my front door to leave my house for almost it's one year crazy. i couldn't find my birthday time. party wait you can so you can see directly through it no it's this weird old huge like medieval looking thing and the doorknob just fell off, so there's a huge <laughs> thing still. You have to just grip with your entire hand as wide as you can and pull this metal thing back. There's nothing to grip. And whenever, and what's even creepier is like anytime there's any female at my place, she makes some joke. She's like, you're trying to trap people in here, Ben? And it looks that way. It looks that way. You can't get out quickly. It's not great. It's just sheer laziness. I, I don't know how to fix it. I think I, even a locksmith looked at it. He's like, I don't know how to hold this old doorknob. So you should burn my whole, door down, maybe. Yeah, whole new door. Burn it down. A whole new door? I mean, is that? I, I don't nice, know. I got one. a nice thick black door. It was painted. It was painted black. Well, then you have to keep thick. it. Yeah. And there's a wrought iron that. thing on top of it. This sounds a like a really issues. cool door. It's not bad. I you guys was. Would know if you ever came to my party? Oh, oh you better. One come of these days, <laughs> we are going to come. Okay, good. I promise you. I, might I be need done to see the house. My house. You might have missed your chance, but we'll see. Oh no! Oh, Wait no. for real. Have you decided? Have you have you become too big I'm, for your house? No, I've become too poor for my parties at my house. Oh. Um, I just don't know. I'm still going to do little gatherings, but my big birthday party every year. I'm going to go back to doing it at bars. I think like I used to every year before I got this house because my house is great for parties. It's meant for parties. I, pl- I decorated it and designed it to entertain lots of people. Minus a doorknob. But, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's very expensive to throw a party at your own house. I got an alcohol sponsor the last two years Whoa. and it still cost me thousands of dollars. Wow. Hmm. And Where I, does all that money go? 
to cleaning setup to breakdown to bartenders to catering mm. food to decorations to lights to making it look nice to photo booth to to you know all, do you have a, a spreadsheet going on because the way you rattled those off makes makes me feel I like had a they're team all... this year i had a Whoa. party planner who brought a 747 to burning man my friend tony alejandria came and helped me uh wow. plan it out and my assistant jackie was helping me work on it for a very long time there was a whole team oh my goodness and you know it, what and it you know it's it's i don't have it in me anymore you know, you know what's loosely related? <laughs> what's loosely related, Allison? That's, those are my new segues. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm doing more by doing less. Yes. With my segues. It's working. It's a real organic approach <laughs> to segues. <laughs> I want to talk about Postmates. Phew. I feel like everyone at this table is probably familiar with Postmates. So Postmates, loosely related. It's loosely mm-hmm. related because you're talking about... Getting stuff to your house. That's... Thank you. You connected more, the dots. More loose, less loose than, you, than I thought. <laughs> uh, Postmates will deliver anything to you. They make your life so much easier. I remember a time when... I remember the first time I ever heard of Postmates. I was so naive then. Yeah. And now I'm like a Postmates aficionado. Yes. Uh, and Postmates is so indispensable um they anything you're craving postmates can deliver they're the largest on-demand network in the known universe with over uh 25,000 partner merchants but i feel like they're so indispensable that it's become a verb it's like should we postmates yeah let's postmates that um yeah they're great you can replace it with wish Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever you can think of delivery service all year round. No more trips to the store. You don't even need to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you whatever you want within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app right now and use the code Rosen. That's code Rosen for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get anything you need anytime you need it. Download Postmates and save with code Rosen. Okay. Can I That's tell a you good deal. About Postmates real quick? Is it positive? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a dum-dum. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I, for a long time, didn't use Postmates. People would use it and talk about it, and I, for some reason, was like afraid of using it. I was like, I don't know. It seems like it's going to be intense. Mm-hmm. And it's not. I just used it for the first time yesterday. I was in Boise, Idaho. Oh, you should. You could have gotten a hundred dollars free if oh, you yeah. used my code. Damn it. Damn, Damn it. it! Well, I'll return it and then. See what, <laughs> but and my girlfriend was sick here in L.A. And even it worked for that. I just oh, was wow. able to order her food. And then and Postmates even knew the app said, "Seems like you're very far from this delivery. Are you sure this is where you want it?" I'm like, "Yep." And they're like, "Great!" And she got it, and it's very happy and. And then she was very appreciative, and we had sex when I got back. <laughs> Even though she was sick. She's better today. Good. Um, you're, s- you're so right about the thing that will prevent me from using a new service or app is fear that it's going to be an intense experience. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Exactly yeah. what and you mean. And for some reason, because Postmates like does it from anywhere, I felt like, oh, there's going to be a lot of setups. It's going to be like an Ikea situation. Like You're going to have to do a lot of assembly or something. <laughs> and it really wasn't. It was like no. any app. They make it. They make it so easy that you use it all the time. Yeah, it was a pretty good experience. I, I was happy. Good. Yeah. There you go. I was very happy about it. Let's uh, just let's just do a handful of just me or everyone's. Yeah. Sometimes I ponder on 
J-Mo Not Less says, <laughs> pick at hangnails because it, quote, hurts so good. See, my fingers feel uncomfortable just hearing that. Then kick myself later when it's bleeding and hurts so bad. I I like to pick stuff. I do not mess with my cuticles or my fingertips, and I do feel superior because of that. You should. Thank I've you. I've been doing it this whole podcast. I have really? a real nail problem. I pick them and I bite them, and I need to stop. I need to stop. That Daniel has that situation Actually, as well. Still look pretty clean. Thank you, sweet. Very nice, Ben. Have you ever gotten a manicure? So good, it gets them straight across. Yeah, I do. But Does it's it... a very rare moment in my life that my nails are long enough from not biting them that I can do it. So it's been a handful of times. But yeah, I love manicure, pedicure. I enjoy it. Does it stop you from biting them for a little while? No. Oh. I mean, yes, for a couple of days because they put the lotion on there, mm-hmm. the clear lotion, the clear, 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 clear uh, polish, clear polish. Po-po- I think is what you're thinking about. Polish, police. And, um, but yeah, but I've, I've tried like the bad tasting stuff on my nose oh, yeah. and that works pretty good, but then I end up just doing it anyway and I'm dealing with bad taste. What <laughs> does it taste like? Because I don't know how I, and it was like Amazon, it was like somehow, I don't know how I ended up clicking on it, the bad tasting stuff that you put on your nails and the reviews, it made it sound so brutal for parents who use it on their kids. Like I put it on my four year old. Um, you're really, I really just should have put a tiny bit, but she was like vomiting nonstop for two oh, days, God. but it works yeah. great. I'm exaggerating. Uh, no, but there's, there there's were kids that ones. barfed from it. There's but what does it ones. taste like? The one that I found is the best is like intense taste, but also it's like natural based. So I'm not like poisoning myself. It's like peppers and it's just like, I think a gross, like, Oh my God, it's a lot of pepper. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of like, with kind of a little bit of like a polishy taste. Like so, a, mm-hmm. like a chemical mm-hmm. spicy, spicy chemicals. Which hmm. also was the name of my band in high school. <laughs> it was the name of my improv group. Good podcast. Um, yeah, I did, did pull a cuticle because no, I don't. I, I have terrible nails, but I don't. Uh, you don't pick no, at your hangnails and whatnot. Nah. Whenever I do it, it um, and it hurts. I, I'm not like, ooh, that hurts good. Nails. It's like, yeah. It's like oh, that hurts. You're but right. I'm doing it because it's it. It hurts. I'm trying mm-hmm. to like. Plus, yeah. Point. You're trying to get rid of it so rid that of it. it's not hurting anymore. I will floss aggressively because that hurts good. Hmm. Mm. But yeah, anything in any sort of but mouth the, thing. A lot of mouth stuff hurts good. Yeah, yeah. it's really weird. It's yeah. like, I know I'm like lacerating my gums and it's not healthy, but I'm like, mm, I need this. Yep. <laughs> need it right now. <laughs> <laughs> or like if you ever have a canker sore or something. Mm-hmm. Does you, you gotta mess with them? You have to. Mm-hmm. You just have to. And every time it happens, it makes me feel very negative about myself. Because it reminds me of that line in Fight Club, where, where the Edward Norton voiceover goes, "It's like that sore on the top of your mouth mm. that would heal if we could only stop licking. If you could only stop tonguing it." And I'm like, God, I'm such a weak person. It's true. He's right. I gotta start fighting myself in a parking lot to improve myself. <laughs> in the movie. Which I have not seen, and I know what, that's a big wait, bite. What? There's a lot of movies I haven't so seen. Oh, good. Me too. But that's a really good one. I know it is. Uh, I have read the Wikipedia summary though, so it's as same. if I've seen yeah, it. It's the same, same experience. What What is like if you could stop tonguing your mouth? I think sore? his relationship was. Isn't he talking about his relationship with uh, what's her name, Helena Bonham Carter? No, I think it was before he met her. I think it was early. It was his like not getting out of his rut in life and his job he hated or something. And he was like, it's like you're stuck in this cycle that never ends. Like that sore on the top of your mouth that would heal if you could only stop tonguing it. Like you just keep repeating an action, mm-hmm. that you know, I think. Is that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's head right there in the corner? No. 
looks a lot like. <laughs> just, that's, that's a side note. I'm sorry about that. Just me or everyone. Does that look like Graham Bilgebar? Just <laughs> <laughs> me or everyone. Can I, can I have my own look? Just me or everyone? Yeah. For the listeners, I would love of if they course, would write in. Everyone always can. Where's I the milkshake? <laughs> <laughs> I would I would love to know if people, after listening to this podcast, or when they know even more so, when they're about to listen to it, do they sing out loud the theme song? Because today I was singing out loud the theme song for about a good four minutes. Yeah. The, my, my, the Allison opening. Allison oh. <laughs> new best friend. I love that. Yeah. My that girlfriend is... was like, Ben, you've been gone for five days. Can you stop and talk to me before you leave to do the podcast? You have to sing about the podcast? <laughs> oh. I'm singing about the dog. Not spending a lot of quality time with the lady. But I did send her chicken soup. <laughs> tell, her, tell her I'm sorry for my role in that. Oh, I did. <laughs> okay good um well that is all courtesy of trap dog who does the music for the show the brilliant trap dog who crap chat <laughs> <laughs> the brilliant trap dog who is interfering in your relationship now mm. it sounds in the name trap dog i would have liked it until two and a half months ago now i feel like why are you trapping a dog dog mm. his name is tom rap Mm. So, hence the nickname Trap Dog. Okay. But his name is actually Tom Allison, a rose, a homa, 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 home. Is that Andy Kindler? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) Phil Scroggs. Sometimes I use too many exclamation points in my writing. Just me or everyone. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I go back. I'll write something. And then I'll go back and weed them out afterwards. But then I worry that I don't sound appropriately enthusiastic. Yeah. Uh, that was brought to me back when I was personal training and I would text clients at five o'clock in the morning and they're like, take it fucking easy. <laughs> so it's too many exclamation points. I was like, oh, there's a problem. I'm what sorry. What would you say to them at five in the morning? Uh, Encouraging things? They'd cancel it. I'm like, that's fine. Oh. Enjoy sleeping in. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just too many. Just that's too, too many, many for a cancellation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Exactly. But I was very it really allows, happy. It's like you're enabling them to yeah. cancel on you last night. Isn't time. ellipses the opposite of an exclamation point? No, I think mm-hmm. a period is. Hmm. Just a full stop. A full Not a, like a... Uh. No, I think ellipses is more of an opposite because because you're like not even finishing. You're letting it hang. It's opposite of a definitive, excited end. Right, it's trailing off. Yeah, it's, it's trailing. Just, I can mm-hmm. barely finish this mm-hmm. sentence. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, the look you just gave me. <laughs> I'm going to let you have this. Take that, Allison Rosen. Wow. Yeah. Um, I? I, I have a very complicated relationship with exclamation points myself because as a man, I don't like to use them. Mm. Um, I will use them for like ag- aggression or anger. Oh, I don't like, like to the use true them for use excitement. of them. Yeah. Mm. I don't, for happiness, I don't like to use them. It feels very feminine to me to be like, oh, yes. <laughs> I cannot wait. Ooh. That's what I hope it sounds like when I write. Yeah. What are you, does. woman? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like that. So I'll use it for like, damn right, I'll be there. You know, like a little bit of a manly edge. But like, um, but you'd be now, like, yes, I can't wait. <laughs> you know, with an exclamation mark, like manly. Uh, that was in my head. <laughs> They're reading it the other way. Uh-huh. And but now I do use them. But I've I, I go big now. Now I do go three of them at least mm. because I feel like now it has adds a little bit of sarcasm to it. I'm like, you bet. <laughs> a little bit. You know what I can't stop thinking about is how good you are at dictative text. You showcased oh, that last sweet. time you it's were very here. Sweet of you to say that. I am... Thank you so much! Exclamation point. <laughs> He's so good. Uh, but when I do dictative text, I do I do exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, and then that also brings it to the forefront of oh, maybe mm, this is too many. Yeah. Am I the only one who doesn't do that? Because I got a text yesterday that said two dash lane highway. Like it literally had the word dash in it. And I thought this person is, yes, he is. Um, Mm -hmm. 
I never do that. It's the greatest. Everyone I know does. I really need to get on it. It's just an incredible time saver. Yeah. Well, it's also good if you're driving. Do you do it? I texted you today with uh, speech to text. Look at that. I didn't even realize. It's the best. A lot of people don't realize. But if you get a very long text very quickly after the last text you sent, it's a good clue. Interesting. So you guys just press the little microphone button on your... Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You want to try it? Press it again when you're done. No, I'll do it later okay. because if I, think if I pick up my phone, we're, we're, bad we're things be there. are going to happen. Okay, yeah. Just me or everyone, every time you do Alison Rosen's podcast, you want to remind yourself to bring smaller headphones and you forget and you get here and you're wearing the huge headphones <laughs> and you're very jealous about your smaller <laughs> oh, headphones. Oh, I should have shared. Ears, my ears feel so hot. My ears are too hot. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. Just do you want to switch you, right now? Let you in on a little no, secret. The ones you're wearing are like five times the cost of the ones Renee's I've, wearing. I've found expensive headphones to be w- way too intense most of the time. Hmm. They're way too elaborate. You don't need it. <laughs> They're the Postmates of headphones. so comfortable and sleek and futuristic. I feel like you're from the future and you're cool. Look, you're tinier than I am. You deserve those. But I feel very hot. We, we have a bunch of little... Next time you come on, okay, I can okay, provide, I if I remember and Thank if I can so find much. them, That's I can provide sweet. some small... Thank you. Headphones for Thank you. You, you can, use the, these you can use the quants method for cooling <laughs> off your ears. <laughs> I just do this, which is what? Yeah, I do. No, 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 but it scrunches ears. forward. Well, yeah. so he gets a oh cauliflower ear, and then Allison uh, becomes obsessed with it, and the show talks about that. And then <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. I had forgotten to do yeah. that. Look at Daniel's ear. Does that not bother you? That's a, it looks very red <sighs> and pointy at the moment. You're kind of squeezing <laughs> it forward. But it's breathing. This reminded me of the fact that why do I even need headphones? Because... Like, I hear you just as loud right now. You don't hear the songs. Oh, you don't hear the drops. Yeah, the drops. You, just, you, you love you don't hear songs. All the good. You don't hear all the good connective tissue. That's true. You're very right about that. I apologize. And people tend to not notice when they're on mic if they don't have headphones on. Mm. So they'll wander Ooh. away because they can't hear themselves. Okay. Okay. So this is a secret yeah, very, helpful. very strong point. Producer's Dude, trick. on mic. Jason Dix says, have often thought about inventing an appliance that would cool down super hot food in a few seconds. Hmm. I've never thought about it, but I would buy it if it existed because I will... Like uh, a microwave for cold. Yeah, because Elliot's very impatient and he'll want eggs, but he doesn't understand that they're going to be way too hot right after someone makes them. Someone. After the elves make them. (laughs) A freezer will cool it down Maybe not as quick as you want it to, but pretty quick. Yeah, we'll, seems like we'll, it would be pretty quick. Yeah, we'll we'll microwave stuff yeah. and then just drop it in the freezer for a few minutes and it'll cool yeah. it down. But if you could make like an icy straw when the hot chocolate's too hot and you're out and about at Disneyland, mm. ooh, my tongue would thank you. Hot chocolate just, is always too hot. Too hot. Mm-hmm. Okay, I disagree strongly. <laughs> I, I find that most girls want their beverages and their food to be a lot more lukewarm, and I can't. I can't have a soup. Or a coffee or a hot beverage if it's not very hot. Really? Hmm. Uh, second, it's like lukewarm. I'm like, oh, why am I even touching this? But it doesn't burn your tongue? You don't well, get tongue burns? Normally, never. And then tonight, my before I came here, because I'd just woken up, my girlfriend made me coffee. It's amazing. It's really coffee I love. And she made it so hot, maybe to prove a point, and it did burn my tongue, lips, and mouth. Oh. <laughs> but typically, but did you love fine. it? No, it was great, bad for Then she made me a new one in this blue thing that I, could, I brought here. Mm. And I realized I should stop drinking it because it's very late now, and I'm going to be up all night, and I need to sleep. To well, be fair, you have a very leathery tongue. 
That's sweet of you. <laughs> so you can handle the. You can take it. Right. Mm-hmm. This, that is a tongue hot, that does not heat. use exclamation yeah. points, it's like except a, if it's angry. It's mm-hmm. like a strop that you could uh, sharpen a razor blade on your tongue. Thank you. It's Oof. not often that you hear someone use the word strop. No. I yeah. don't even know what it means. You know those leather, like a barber would have a leather thing and you just go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And do the. My little, my little nephew, my little two-year-old nephew recently says to me, randomly rang out with the dog and my other older nephew and my brother, and he just turns to me, Oliver, and he goes, Uncle Benny, you have a beautiful tongue. That <laughs> <laughs> was the weirdest thing I've heard. And it was very cute. We've been calling it back as a family now for a yeah. good month. That's so sweet. Should. Don't let that die. Beautiful That's good. tongue. <laughs> Kids, man. What is Israeli coffee? It's called Elite, and they have it in Israel. It's this instant coffee, and I've I've shifted recently. I have a beautiful pod-making coffee machine at home, and I don't use it anymore. I'm just heating up water in the stovetop and putting instant coffee. Even before I got the Israeli one, I was just using regular like Folgers instant coffee, and now I'm doing the Israeli one. It's incredible. It smells amazing. It tastes amazing, and I like it much better than freshly brewed coffee. How's that spelled? Because hmm. now we have to try E-L-I-T-E, it. Elite. We're, oh, elite! Oh, like elite! I thought this was like what? Amazon. Is this some kind of Hebrew word like I'm red, unfamiliar with? <laughs> elite, eh? Uh, it's a red and yellow can, and it's incredibly Interesting. tasty. Just you don't need to add milk to it; you can, but just straight up black. It's, you know, it's mm. weird. As someone who hadn't had instant coffee for a thousand years, my uh, the 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 most recent time I had it, I was it had been a big gap from when I had it. Is what I'm trying to say. I was surprised that like. Instant coffee has a very robust coffee flavor. Yeah. I expected that it would taste very weak, but it actually tastes more like coffee than your fancy coffee, even yeah. though I like fancy coffee. I almost feel like this is a big conspiracy theory that they've just been trying to push these machines and expensive bad for the environment pods on us. Because what's the big thing? Oh, it happened to be grind- grinded right then is the big difference. It wasn't even the pods were grinded a long time ago also. Yeah. Inside those pods, it feels like it is instant coffee. Right. It's already yeah. grinded beans in this little pod. All they're doing is making you... Pass it through plastic. It's a good mm. point. It's a good We've point. We've all been duped. <laughs> it's very easy and it's delicious. Jeff, did you have something to say? No, but <laughs> Trader Joe's has an instant coffee that I had pushed on this podcast some years ago. Mm-hmm. There's a pretty good that time. is not bad. Yeah, it's pretty I good bought time. it just on a lark to see how it was uh, and it was not bad. Just take my word for this. Try elite. Yeah. Do you guys remember the brief period of time, unless it still exists and I'm not remember and I'm not aware, when coffee they were doing coffee bags, like tea bags, like Folgers yeah. coffee oh, bags. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember making college. that. That's what I was gonna say. Making it in yeah. college with my hot pot. I do remember mm-hmm. that? Is that, what it, that coffee little bags. Yeah. Right. I don't. Those do they those don't do that weren't anymore? very good. No. I don't know if they make them or not. And you I don't even know what was in them. Funny that is I was thinking about it nostalgically, though, because that was I, I didn't drink coffee in high school. So that was like my first try with uh, it. And I was like, well, someone's grown up. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, but I, w- I wonder what I would think about it now. Like, why isn't that a thing? It's why is tea only through these tea bags that filter perfectly into your cup? And then coffee's not when you put a coffee into, into a filter yeah. and into your right. water. It seems like it would be a very viable option for on-the-go coffee. I wonder where that yeah. went. Yeah. Interesting. Unless, it, but this. see, part of me thinks that it might actually still be there, and I just haven't maybe noticed it. That's really maybe. maybe because you can put grind coffee beans just right into the water, and you don't need the bag. That hence instant coffee. There's no instant tea. 
Yeah. There's some instant iced tea though, which is weird. So there's like I actually used to like weird... the instant iced tea a lot. The mm. um Lipton's powder. I th- I, re- I recall cuz I do shit like this tasting it plain. Not so bad. Very strong. <laughs> oh yeah, I used to drink a lot of that. With but the yeah, lemon you make, flavor. Yeah, yeah. And you would make your own to kind of lick lick them with it. You just lick your fingers yeah. stick it in there. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this actually might good. be very unconventional to do on your podcast, but for my Israeli fans, I have my own ad read to do. For Israeli elite coffee instant, <laughs> you pour it in, they hold water, it dissolves, it put hair on your balls, it makes your chode feel wonderful. It's incredible <laughs> time. Please, elite, use code BEN, guest of Allison, when you go to elite.com. Thank you for letting me do Great. that. It's very sweet of you. Thank you so much. Has anybody ever done that, done their own ad read? No, or? but is the whole, is the code Ben Guest of Allison? Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that was so good. Thank you so much. Good. You guys, this has been a wonderful podcast. It's distracted me from the triangle shape that my body has <laughs> taken triangle. on. And the ghost in your kitchen. <laughs> and the ghost in my kitchen. You know what it was? I thought it was either a ghost or I thought that I had like caught myself on part of our kitchen and now like the whole kitchen island was going to come toppling over on me or something it was this like oh oh shit something bad and heavy is about to come falling on me (laughs) yeah that sounds like a legit fear that you might pull something on you oh yeah yeah no i can't tell if you're being serious no no that that's i think that's what i would think yeah anytime it's something you haven't experienced or you might jimmy fallon finger ring it you know oh god He got his wedding ring caught on his kitchen island, and that's what messed his finger up, and he had that cast on his finger for like two years on oh, the wow. show. All of this is news to me. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. I was unaware of all of this. There was a Shark Tank episode where people were <laughs> No, but it sounded... I mean, this is news. Yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. News to you. Breaking news. Jimmy Fallon, five years ago, hurt his finger for two years. His finger's better now. This news read brought to you by Elite Instant Coffee. Get pull hair on your chord, eh? Wait, Shark Tank, what did they Some come guy up with? pitched a ring that breaks away if it ever gets caught on something. That is smart. I don't think the investors did cared for it. Not, no. But I feel like it's not going to come up that often. Right, pretty rare. But a lot yeah. of people get their fingers like torn off apparently that way. Really? Mm-hmm. Don't Google it. It's do don't Google read. what fingers. We're about to you buy a yeah. new finger, replacement uh, finger. Don't yeah, the Jimmy Fallon finger. Oh, okay. don't Google that. Mm-hmm. It's you'll see what happened to him and everybody else, and it's great, 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 great uh, nightmare material. Even though the way he described it to his ER doctor when he went in there was, oh my god, this is absolutely incredible. My <laughs> finger been completely torn off. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Look at my finger. This is incredible. We'll, we'll, we'll be right back. So he was, was it really like, excited about it. Like the doctor misshapen, right back. or did his <laughs> finger get cut? So it, uh, I think, like she the finger <laughs> off. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Sorry, but yeah. No, also, okay. your listeners, I'm is so that, sorry. Is that the sound you made when your <laughs> nightgown got it caught on the recycling? Similar. Yeah. It was similar. You guys, this is the show that I just can't bring to stop, <laughs> but I'm gonna do it. Uh, follow me, Twitter, Instagram. Oh, if you want to send your just me or everyone in, tweet it to at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Daniel, are you trying to take your ring off so that you never have to deal with this ever again? <laughs> now I have an excuse for <laughs> the ring. Uh, and t-shirts, ringtones, etc. cetera. Uh, uh, my book at alisonrosen.com. And uh, listen to Childish, the podcast that I do with Greg Fitzsimmons. Renee, where can we find you? Yes, uh, on Twitter at Renee Colvert, Instagram Renee S. Colvert, and I have a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Wonderful, Ben. 
at Ben Glebe on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I'm not posting stuff there, so don't worry about it. Uh, Glebe's G-L-E-I-B. I'll be coming with my stand my Surrounded by Idiots stand-up tour to San Diego and Calgary at the end of May. Then after that, Tampa, Florida, Lake Tahoe, BenGlebe.com for tickets. And I have a podcast called Last Week on Earth that you can catch up on the backlog because I'm way behind doing new episodes. I'm sorry. Wonderful, Daniel. Hey, join the disc. I have a Discord going on. It's uh, at the Watching Hour, um, and we're talking about TV shows, mostly Game of Thrones. But I've got topics for Killing Eve, Deadwood, Snuckulos, a whole bunch of others. Yeah, and uh, yeah, come chat with us. We're trying to figure out, you know, what's going on. Maybe I'll drop in one day. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should. Maybe I will. I don't. You, you should. And maybe with Jeff. <laughs> you should. Oh, you want uh, my yeah, plugs? Yeah, yeah. I thought you were asking me to weigh in on your fight. You can find me <laughs> at Colonel Jeff Fox on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Wait, you'd, you'd be willing to weigh in on our fights, Jeff? No. It's going to help. You'd be a good arbor. You'd be a good judge. Yeah. No, let me, let me go get my 10-foot pole out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> Just give him a call. Um, listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about and Rose and Show. We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Alice and Rose and Show.